All right, let me go ahead and do the opening prayer this morning. Okay. Thank you, Father, for this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Father God, for exponential elevation. We thank you, Father God, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest, the gratitude, and the longitude to be able to accept it, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, and we ask that you give us the hearts to ask to receive it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I said we want to turn to First uh, Samuel this morning because I want to I want to go back and I want us to to look at one thing in particular that I am observing about David. You know, earlier in um, the month of November and October, we started talking about the shoes, the shoes, the shoes um, that we all are going to put on and run into 2019 with. And, I, you know, I'm feeling very confident that that word that, that God shared with me on the shoes is evident right here in the life of David. And for those who can't remember, I'm just going to refresh your memory just a, just a tad bit. You know, the shoes were an acronym, an acronym for uh, uh, S, it was S-H-O-E-S. And each letter we, we, we kind of share with you all what the shoes meant. And the S was for the source, knowing the source. Who is your source? Is God your source? Is he your, is he your shepherd? You know, that, that source was like he's, he's the creator. And for every pair of shoes that are made, there's a creator of those shoes. You know, everybody has their own type of shoes they like. Some like Nike, some like Adidas, some like Converse, some like Skechers. You know, just everybody, all different types of shoes out there. But this particular source is the source of who makes the shoe. And in our situation, and what we're relating to is that God is our source. He's the creator of us. He gave us the energy. He gave us the, the power to be able to do the things that we're doing right here on earth. And the, the H, we went to the next letter, which was the H. H was the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit we had seven characteristics that we that we talked about that I think are important in the life of David. Because, see, David represents the fact that he had on these shoes. I'm, I, I, I see it now clearer than ever before, is that David had on these shoes because if he didn't have on these shoes, he would not have been able to do what he did. Now, the H, which represented Holy Spirit, there were seven characteristics Seven characteristics. For those who remember, those are seven characteristics were wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and the fear of the Lord. Those were the seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit. Now, why is it so important for me to go back to this, those shoes that we're talking about, and when we're talking about David? I believe that it's important for me to go back to that because there's a strong correlation of how we prepare to go into battle. Let me repeat that. There's a strong correlation between these shoes that we talked about and how one prepares to go into battle. See, David understood the importance of having the right shoes on. Yes, he did. Because if you look at this thing, I want you to look and see, the, see, see what happened in First Samuel now. Now, when you go back, I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you see this. Notice 
everything that that Saul put on David or tried to put on David, right? He tried to, he tried to go back. Let me show you right here. Right here in, let me go up to, in 38. That's 11738. It was for 1 Samuel 1738. It says, Then Saul dressed David with his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them, so he took them off. Now notice what he fastened on his head. He fastened a helmet on his head, a coat of armor, and his tunic. They didn't say anything about David changed his shoes. David did, not, David did not sign. David never took his shoes off. David said, hold on. Saul, this stuff that you gave me right here ain't going to fit. I need to go back into my own attire because this battle that I'm fighting right now, it's not my battle. It's the Lord's battle. He went right back. He, he had wisdom. He had understanding. He was getting his counsel from the Lord. Where did he get the counsel from? From the Lord. Where did he get that counsel at? He got it when he was in the valley, when he was tending the sheep. See, see you got to remember these things. These, this, 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 the, the, the Holy Spirit will come upon one who spends time with God. He got his counsel while he was, because he said, if you read Psalm 23, he says, yeah, though I walk through the valley, I will fear no evil for thou with me. So where did he get his counsel from? He got his counsel directly from God. God was speaking to him in the valley. Fortitude. Oh, he knew he had to have fortitude because, come on now, you're not going to go against a giant and not say, that, okay, it's going to be a tough battle. It's going to be a tough battle, y'all. It's going to be a tough battle. When, you, when you're preparing to go into battle, you've got to make sure you have these shoes on. And I'm recognizing that David had these shoes and he never took them off. Oh, knowledge. Yes, he had knowledge. Okay, he knew he knew David. He knew Goliath was from Gath. He knew he knew how big he was. He knew he knew these things. But to have knowledge is only one part of it. Did he have piety? David did he have fear of the Lord? Yes, he did have fear of the Lord. Because every time he every time somebody said something that was against what he believed, he automatically went back to his went back to the word. The Lord my God is with me. See, when I recognized that, I said, wow, if this ain't no shoes, I don't know what it is. And then how do I know, how do I further know that the, the shoes that we talked about in October and November are directly the type of shoes that David had on because he talked about opulence. He talked about opulence equals great wealth. I didn't know. I didn't know in January we're going to be talking about David after we covered some shoes back in October and November. I didn't know that. I, know, I didn't know that. The opulence becomes a great wealth. David was going to receive great wealth. How was he going to receive great wealth? When he killed Goliath, when he went into battle, when he overcame an obstacle, an obstruction, or a distraction from him getting the things of God? Yes, this is what happened. The opulence, that, that was right there. That was with the shoes, y'all. The E. Did he exercise his faith? Oh, yes, he did exercise his faith. See, David kept a deaf ear to the ones who were the naysayers 
And he kept exercising his faith. When did he start exercising his faith? Did he start it when he first started with Goliath? No, 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 he didn't. David was exercising his faith already before he got to Goliath. My question to you, are you exercising your faith before you get into battle, or are you exercising your faith once you got into battle? Because David started way before then. How do I know? Michael, how do you know? that David started exercising his faith way before then, because it says so right in the B-I-B-L-E. It, didn't, he, did, didn't, he, didn't he kill a lion and a bear? Doesn't it take faith to kill a lion and a bear? Oh, yeah, yes, he did. That was part of his resume. He said, look, I, 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 I've been exercising this thing. I ain't just been out there. I've been taking this little slingshot. I've been, I had this slingshot when I was out there in the valley. I was out there with this slingshot when I went through the woods with my sheep and the bear tried to attack my sheep. I, I had this slingshot. Oh, I had this thing way before now. See, the question is, when, when do you prepare for battle? The moment that battle is upon you? Is that your go-to or are you, are you preparing right now? Are you exercising your faith right now? Are you really believing for God, believing that God will do what he said he's going to do? Are you really believing Jeremiah 29 and 11, that God has a plan for you? Because that requires exercise in your faith. That requires for you to begin to do a little bit differently before you get into battle, not when you get into battle. When you get into battle, it's too late. If David had started what he started right, I mean, went right when he was about to fight Goliath, oh, no, 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 no. I don't think David would have made it. I don't think David would have made it. Exercise in his faith. Then the S. The S in the shoe stands for seek. Did he seek God? Oh, yes, he did. Every time, everything he, everything he said related right back to God seeking God, seeking God, seeking God. He, so, he seeked him. He, and he was seeking him before he got into battle. Because if he didn't, y'all, how could somebody keep saying, once they're in the battle, the Lord, my God, is with me if they haven't been with the Lord? Do you hear what I'm saying? See, if you have been with someone, then you ought to continue to remember what you did when you was with them. You don't just pop up and just kind of make up something in your mind. You know, yeah, some people do, but, you know, you don't just pop up and say, oh, I remember. No, 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 no. David remembered because he had spent time with the Lord. Where? In the valley, tending the sheep, running back and forth, playing the harp. Oh, yes, he gave him peace beyond understanding. See, sometimes you don't know the time that you're spending in the Word. The time that you're spending in the Word is just saying, I'm putting my shoes on. I'm putting my shoes on. I'm tying them tight. David tied his shoes with those seven, those seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit, and he didn't untie them. He went right back to the W-O-R-D, y'all. You're seeing this. Because let's look at it. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. Look at it. Answer this question for me. I want you all to answer this question, all right? Did David have a sword of his own? Yes or no? I'm listening. Did David have a sword of his own? No, he didn't. Oh, but yes, he did. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, yes, he did. Oh don't, no! See, I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to ask y'all a question because I want y'all to I want y'all to, to think about this thing. Did David have a sword of his own? Some people said no. Some people said yes. I, I'm just asking y'all the question. I'm gonna take y'all off mute for a second because I want to hear something. I want to hear something. I want to hear something. 
I'm asking y'all a question. I, I, I want to hear some voices this morning. Just did David have a sword of his own? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did he did? Yeah. 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 No, he did. Yeah. No. Say no. He didn't? No. He had a Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. All right, we'll put y'all Amen. Right. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Because the because. So here we go. So here we go. Now this is good. It's gonna be good right here. See y'all. I want y'all to make sure y'all reading the same thing I'm reading right here. All right. Go back up. Go back up. All right. Um, who was giving in thirty eight? Who was giving David all his stuff? This, this is going to be interesting. I want, I want to bring this crystal clear for y'all because this is so important to understand. It says, then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. All right? 39, David fastened on his sword over the tunic. Whose sword? Wasn't that Saul's sword? Because David, David didn't have a sword. But stay with me. Stay with me. Don't lose me now. Don't lose me. Stay with me for a minute because it's going to be interesting. But David did have a sword, and I'm going to show you. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go into these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then in verse 40, then in verse 40, 1 Samuel 17, verse 40, then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Where is the sword if David had one? Because from what I mean, he, already put, he, done, put, he done put Saul's sword down. But I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you he had a sword. <laughs> I'm about to show it to you because I'm telling you it's coming. Look right here. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. Verse 42, he looked David over and saw that he was only a boy, ruddy and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, oh, this day, the Lord will hand you over to me, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Today I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the bird of the air and the beasts of the earth, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is, by, it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. And, and, and the Philistine moved closer to attack him. David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet him. 
Oh, but hold on. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Oh, I got to keep reading. I got to keep reading. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into the forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. Let me ask you the question. Oh, oh, let, me, let me ask you the question right here. What? What did David have in his hand again? He had the staff. But I'm going to show you something. I just, I just, I just saw this, y'all. I just saw this. I just saw that David had a sword. You know what sword he had? He had the sword of the Holy Spirit. Mr. Wood, where you get that from? Right here in the Bible, y'all. See, this is what the sword of the Holy Spirit means. The sword of the Holy Spirit means a spoken word by a living voice or a divine word spoken through the Holy Spirit. Let me repeat that. The Holy Spirit, when you say that he had had the sword of the Spirit, he didn't have a physical sword. But if you recognize what he kept saying, he kept going back to the Lord, all right? That is what you call the sword of the Spirit. And the sword of the Spirit is so powerful that you don't have to have a physical sword. Oh, y'all going to get me stirred up this morning. This, this spiritual sword that David had. See, y'all thought he just had a slingshot. Oh, no, 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 no. You thought he just had a staff. No, 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 no. David had the spoken word. He had the, the, the sword of the Spirit in him. And the sword of the Spirit, here's the definition right here. It is a spoken word by a living voice or a divine word spoken through the Holy Spirit. This thing really got me, y'all. This thing, this thing said, Mr. Woods, it said, it said, it said Mr. Woods, where, why, why was this spoken word so important? Why was this, this, this word of the Spirit that David had, why, his, why was his word greater than Goliath's? Why was it better than Saul's? Because, see, the moment that you get the sword of the Spirit is the moment you start killing demons. You start killing devils. You start canceling out fear. You start cutting out anything that is not supposed to be in the plan of God. That sword of the Holy Spirit helps you to cut it out. Ooh-wee. You write it down. Write down sword of the Holy Spirit. Write it down, y'all, because that's, that's, you've got to study this thing. This thing is so good because, see, a lot of times we're waiting for something physically to fight the devil with. Oh, give me a baseball bat. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, give me a, Listen. Listen to me. You've got to pull your sword out, and that is what? A spoken word by a living voice. Aren't you living? See, you've got you to – oh, here we go. Anytime someone tries to attack you, attack, imagine somebody trying to attack your kids. You go, no, 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 no. The first thing you're going to do is say, no, no, not, not today. You go, no, 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 not today. No, not my kids. No, 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 no. See, 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 see what happens when you begin to understand the, the, the sword of the Spirit is that you begin to, the, to pray to God that whatever is about to come, it ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. What, whatever, whatever obstacles, obstructions, distractions that are about to come your way, oh, no, 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 you've got to pull that sword of the Holy Spirit out. The sword, the sword of the Spirit out. 
You got to pray that thing away. You got you got to you got to pray with a fervent prayer. You know what a fervent prayer is? A fervent prayer is when you get down on your hands and knees and you cry with your belly so hard that whatever was about to attack you is so afraid because you just going off. You going off in the word. That, that this this this, this word of the oh this thing this thing got me. It was brand new to me. I was trying to figure this thing out. Well, what you know what. What, what, what was this? What was this sword of the, of the spirit? What is this thing about having a sword of the spirit? Because David didn't have a physical sword. He didn't have. He didn't have a sword. Think about it. After David killed Goliath, whose sword did he pick up? He didn't pick up Saul's sword. He picked up Goliath's sword and cut his head off. See, that's this is why it's so important to understand this thing before you go into battle. This is why it's so important to be prepared before you go into battle, because if you go into battle with the wrong thing, here you're going to fight somebody. Think about it. You're going you to fight somebody with a gun and you got a knife. Oh, you just ain't going to win. I'm sorry. You just ain't going to win. But if you, got, if, you got, if, you got, if you got the sword of the Holy Spirit, oh, it's like you got a double barrel, and they ain't got nothing but a little, a little BB gun. Ooh, hoo, hoo, you getting yourself prepared. I want you all to jump into this and understand this word of the Spirit. This word of the Spirit was so important, y'all, because David, see, the spoken word, the spoken word by a living voice. David kept speaking that word. He kept speaking that word. He kept speaking, the Lord, my God, is with me. The Lord, my God, is with me. He kept speaking that word, y'all. He kept speaking it. And then the Holy Spirit kept speaking it back to him. It was a divine word spoken through the Holy Spirit. Oh, he kept speaking that word. See, when you keep speaking that word over and over and over again, you begin to believe it. And the moment you believe something, you can achieve something. So you can't believe nothing if you don't achieve nothing. David achieved because he believed. He believed that the Lord, thy God, was with him. He believed that thing, y'all. And nobody, 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 everybody who he talked to, from everybody from the time he left the house from talking to his daddy to the time he got out there talking to Saul, he never let anybody change his mind. The question is, are you letting folks change your mind about what God has in, 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 in store for you? Woo-wee, this thing got me this morning, y'all. Oh, it ain't nothing like ain't nothing like just understanding this word of God and pulling out that sword. David pulled that sword out, and before he even got in the battle, he had it prepared. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a he had a slingshot. Oh yeah, he had a staff in his hand. But he, all he did was just say to, to 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 Goliath, "The Lord my God is with me." And he told the same thing to the armies of the Philistines. He said the same thing to the armies of the Israelites. He kept saying the same thing over and over again. The Lord, my God, is with me. The Lord, my God, is with me. He kept saying it over and over and over again, y'all. I'm telling you, if you keep saying something over and over again, you begin to believe it. And if you begin to believe it, you can achieve it. The question is, what are you saying to yourself? Are you having a self-talk with yourself? Are you believing that there is a sword of the Spirit? Oh, this thing got me this morning, y'all. I had to go back to it because, see, I've recognized when we talked about those seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit that those seven characteristics would be important somewhere down the line. I just didn't know where. But now understanding David and how David tied his shoes with these seven, these seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit, so when he went into battle, oh, Goliath didn't have a chance. He didn't have a chance. Goliath didn't know he didn't have a chance. Goliath thought he was fighting a little ruddy little boy, a little handsome little boy. 
Uh huh. He underestimated because he, he he didn't know that he had he had the sword of the spirit on him. He didn't know that. See, that's what the devil the devil is unprepared for you. I'm telling you, the devil is unprepared for you. The devil is unprepared for you, especially when you understand this word. See, because when you understand this word, when you understand this word, you go from comprehension to application. The devil is saying, oh, my goodness, I, I wish they wouldn't have woke up this morning. I wish they wouldn't have heard that word this morning because you got to pull your sword out on them. And now, what is that sword of the spirit? It is a spoken word by a living voice or a divine word spoken through the Holy Spirit. And we know what the seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit give you. We know what it gives you. We, we, we've been studying it. It gives you wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. Did David have those seven characteristics? Yes, he did. And he utilized them over and over and over again. Every time he went into battle, when he used them when he went into the, into the battle with the bear, he used them when he went into the battle with the lion, he used them again when he was ready to fight David. Oh, yes. I'm going to fight Goliath. Yes. It's like a wild moment, y'all. This thing hit me this morning. I'm saying to myself, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did David have a sword in his hand? I had to read that, read that thing again. No, 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 no. He put, he put, he put Saul's sword back down because that didn't fit. That didn't, that didn't work for him. No, 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 no. He couldn't carry that big thing. Saul's sword wasn't as big as Goliath, but it, it, it wasn't for David. David said, no, 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 no. My God, my God, my Lord, my God is with me. He believed that thing. If David didn't have conviction, I don't know who did. David had a, I mean, he had a conviction that was so strong that, oh, 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 think about this. David's ears were anointed with the oil. <laughs> Woo! David's ears were anointed. Mr. Wills, what are you talking about? Well, you need to go back and listen to the podcast. Go back and listen to the podcast when I share with you what a shepherd does for his sheep. Go back and listen to that one, how a shepherd. Most of you don't understand, what, well, what does anointing, anoint my head with oil mean? It was when a shepherd took oil, because if an insect got in the ear of a sheep, it could kill it, right? So the shepherd would take oil and put it on the sheep's head so that if any insect ever got near its ears, if it ever got near its ears, it would just roll off. It couldn't, it couldn't get into the ears of the sheep. Well, what did David do when he went into battle with Saul? The, he remembered that God has anointed him for that time and place. How do you know that he was anointed with the oil? How do you know? Listen, did David hear when his brother said, what you doing here? No, he didn't. Did David hear when everybody else said, this little boy ain't going to do nothing? No, he didn't. Did David listen to Saul when he tried to put on his gear and put it on him to fight a battle against Goliath? No, he didn't. Why didn't he hear Saul? Why didn't he hear all the Philistines? Why didn't he hear the Israelites? Why why didn't even he hear Goliath with his shouting? (laughs) Because his head was anointed with oil. Everything that tried to get into his ear that was opposite what he believed, it could not enter. 
He was already anointed, y'all. He knew the plan. He knew the plan. He finally discovered the plan that God had had for him. He finally understood Jeremiah 29 and 11. He knew it because the Lord had declared it, and he believed that thing. My question to you is, are you believing Jeremiah 29 and 11 for your life? Are you believing it? Are you believing 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want? I'm just asking a question. I am not being judgmental. This is, not, this is a judgment-free zone. I ain't judging nobody. I'm just asking a question. All I'm asking is, do you see this? Because if you do, you will start using the sword of the Spirit to cast out all doubt to cast out all obstacles, obstructions, and distractions out of your way from, 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 from experiencing the goodness of God. Stop putting your distractions and obstructions in the way with a little, little bit of excuses. That's all it is, why you can't be wealthy. Well, my daddy won't wealthy. My mommy won't wealthy. My auntie didn't leave me nothing. My granddaddy didn't leave me nothing. Oh, I was born without a, without a, you know, without a silver spoon in my mouth. Oh, my mama and daddy won't marry. Oh, my mama had this right here going on. Oh, my sister was on drugs. Oh, somebody else smoked marijuana. Oh, something. you talk talking only on with excuses of why you're not wealthy. Why are you not moving towards the things of God? It says you're supposed to prosper. Didn't it read it? I mean, you reading part of it or you reading all of it? Y'all better wake up this morning. Y'all better wake up this morning because I'm, 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 ooh, y'all better not let me get some more rest. Y'all better not let me get some more rest while I'm here in Jamaica. Y'all better not let me get some more rest. Because what I'm understanding, what I'm understanding, oh, I, I'm getting an opportunity to spend time hearing this, hearing this message. Ooh-wee. This is so good, y'all. It's so good. It's so good. I got this. I got to stop right here. Oh, I got to stop. I got to I'm, I'm just losing time. I'm losing track of time because the world is so good. I'm losing. Oh, we got to stop right here. We got to stop right here because, oh, this is so good. I would try, I would try to go back and study that. Go back and study it for those who said that, that David had a sword. No, 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 no. He had a sword. But it wasn't a sword that you thought he had. He had the sword of the Holy Spirit. He had the sword of the Spirit, the sword of the Spirit, y'all which is the word. He had the word, y'all. He had the word. And the sword of the Spirit is a what? A spoken word by a living voice or a divine word spoken through the Holy Spirit. Ramona, close it out. I tell you, that was so good, Michael. I, mm, it's what you call drop the mic, so I'm just going to just... I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the wisdom, Lord, to recognize that the harvest is here. It's here, Lord. 2019, it is here for us, for the taken, for those who want it. And there are so many different ways of, 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 of taking it, of getting this. We can... We can uh, we can ask, we can, we can seek it, and we can knock for this unbelievable harvest that's here, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the strength and the courage to grab this harvest that's here, Lord. In your mighty name, Jesus, amen.
All right, all right. All right, all right. Amen. Y'all that have was fun good, Jamaica. That was good. So enough, girl. I'm, you, I'm learning some stuff. That was heavy, as we would say. That was heavy. I tell you, I, that's some good stuff right there. Oh, my God. That's true revelation, Mr. Woods. True revelation. Gave it to me in Jamaica, y'all, right? I'm putting it down right there. Jesus. In Jamaica. I had to come to Jamaica to get that revelation. There we go. so much. Bless you guys dearly. Enjoy yourselves right, and be right. safe. We're praying for you. Thank you. Well deserved for you and Ramona. <laughs> Even though I know you all are working, especially Ramona. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, my sister. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on the word. I'm working on the word. <laughs> it's working on you. Thank you. Yeah, you holding it down, Mr. Wood. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, you guys. All right. See you soon, y'all. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Was that Connie? Guys, see you soon. All right, see you soon. All right, that's right, Michael. Let go and let God use you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Pauline. Good morning, call you today. Good morning.